this one's for you. This one's for you. I think I made it. I think we made it, Drew. We're finally back. It feels great. It's been three weeks. Tell them what happened. Uh, Chris had really bad case of pink eye, and it spread into chicken pox. And uh, he was fine, so we were about to do a podcast, and he bit his tongue really bad, so... Couldn't talk. Yeah, he couldn't talk for like a week. It's really, I'm really glad that all our fans stuck it out and waited for us, though. It's been we really, really love you. Really unfortunate series of events for me. Yeah. I'm doing way better. Chris has so. been had a hard time. He's doing better now. He doesn't live with me any longer, so he's doing really better. Yeah. Um, I've we, spent three weeks celebrating not living at Drew's anymore. Oh, yeah. It's kind of been a hard time for me, but it's all right. We got uh, our friend Bile in the background here, chilling, smoking some hookah. So if you hear him laugh in the background, don't don't wonder what the hell's going on here. Yeah. Because uh, we are pretty funny. So last time we talked, I don't even remember what the heck we talked about. Oh, we had uh, everybody and everyone and their and their dad on our podcast. Yeah, we had people call in. We kind of just bullshit. Bile talking about baguettes. Yeah, Bile called it. Oh yeah, called, Bile called in. He featured on our show last time. So you guys know who Bile is. Hopefully. <laughs> that episode actually was like our most listened to episode which is so unfortunate because it was our worst one we didn't do anything we literally just sat here and asked people to call in yeah we just could have called that episode we do nothing yeah so <laughs> so chris is gonna guide us through this episode because i wrote a bunch of notes but i probably just don't have them in the same order so oh that makes sense so just go ahead and guide what us through that? what are we talking about first all right yeah well we we're not doing an intro topic because uh we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, college football started. What's up? I'm super hype. Oh, man. This is the best time we're of the year. We're going to do like a season preview, but guess what? We didn't, so shut the fuck up. All yeah. right. So, we're, so here we instead, are doing the season. The first week of the season. Season week one, week two preview. We got week one of college football in the books already, which is wild. Last night was the last game of it. Yeah. Um, I was pretty... I was, I've been waiting. I've been, I've been waiting. waiting a long time it's been for like, this. It's been like a month and a half without any significant sporting events since the World Cup ended. Dude, I know. I've been waiting for for to just hear that ESPN song they choose every second. What of was my it life. again this year? Is it an Imagine Dragons song now? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that's what year was it? They're like that song. centuries, centuries. You will remember me. Yeah. That. Oh my God. For, I'm so tired of that song. Every game at the halftime, like in the commercials of every game. Yeah. Every single game. ESPN all picks one song. Football. They play it the whole year. It's terrible. Yeah. They play. They play games like four or five nights out of the week sometimes, and you have to hear that shit every single night. Oh, Every game oh preview. God. At least ESPN. So this least- this time it's Imagine Dragons, which is the modern day Nickelback. So that's great news. <laughs> um, Imagine Dragons. I saw him in concert one one time. Oh yeah, it was free. And, and the dude, the dude, the dude just walked like right in front of me, and I, nobody was paying attention until they were like, "Wait, that's the lead singer right there!" And he was like walking through the crowd singing, and nobody really even cared. It was like a free concert too, so nobody was like huge Imagine Dragons fan songs. That was English. <laughs> Anyway, don't know why I went through that story, but anyway, we started off. Uh, so we had games on like thir- like Thursday. I don't even remember <clears> if anybody significant played then, but we had Ohio State OSU versus OSU at noon on Saturday. That you was, know, one time Oregon State tried to sue Ohio State for the rights for to OSU. OSU. Yeah, and did you know right now we're suing Oklahoma for the Blocko? Oh, are you serious? Yeah, it came out like today. Oklahoma used a Blocko on their like recent merchandise. And I mean, they have Blocko. They, they used the Blocko though, don't they? Who? Oklahoma, I always just thought they had just like a different version of the Blocko. I guess we have rights to all Blockos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anybody who uses a Blocko is getting sued. Yeah, dude. Uh, so anyway, how'd that game go, Chris? Do you think Urban already knew about the Blocko thing? or 
Yeah, Herman probably could have called somebody about that block of thing. <laughs> Did he tell Gene Smith about it? Nah. When he saw the Ohio. I don't even Oklahoma. want to talk about that situation. So yeah, anymore. we beat the crap out of Oregon State. Uh Oregon State did score 31 points on us though, so that's great news. <laughs> that's because our that's every play that they scored on was like 260 yards. It was like a screen, and then our defensive backs would just choke and they would run past. Yeah, and our safeties, I feel like. Yeah, uh, like yeah. nobody was there. Our 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 secondary just wasn't. Yeah, secondary is not... They just went to check the mail during those plays. Yeah, they weren't... Secondary was not fully there. It was seriously, no. like, if it was, like, four plays turned out differently, we would have... It would have been, like, 77 to 10. You Nick know? Bosa played lights out, though. Yeah. Amazing. He did. He had two fumble recovery's, one he for had a more touchdown. Points. Nick Bosa had more points than Florida State this weekend. <laughs> Florida State played terrible. I would have been like, what the... Fuck? How did... Florida State lost 24 to 3 to Virginia Tech. We're not even there yet. But yeah, uh, we'll get there. So, Dwayne Haskins start. What do you think? I think it was awesome. He played amazing. Great. He played lights out. More than three hundred yards passing. Five five touchdowns. freaking touchdowns. Yeah. Only one interception. I don't remember the interception. I do remember the interception. It was it was more towards the end zone, and it didn't really matter anyway. Okay. Because we stopped their def- our defense stopped him. So. Yeah, but he almost had a hundred QBR, which is freaking. That's so good. He broke that some record, really right? For like a, uh, I think it was the first person to get 300 plus yards, five touchdowns as a as their first their start. First start, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that is awesome. He's got a bright future, and we moved up in the rankings because Maybe it was I against think Oregon people, State, but still nobody's ever done it. You know? I mean, yeah, my our God. season opener is always against usually a pretty bad team. Yeah, everybody, I think everybody's usually is. I mean, we get there's some good games this week though. That yeah. the college football's really stepped it up for week one. So they had a lot of good games. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right though. We did move up a spot in the AP poll because. They just didn't we know how to Wisconsin and they, they just had, didn't know how the Haskins was going to do and so the they, suspension. They didn't know if that, yeah. how that would make, but we still looked pretty good. Are you worried at all about the 31 points Oregon state score? Do you think, cause it's like, I, I don't know how any other team wouldn't score 31 points on us. If Oregon state can, or do you think it's something will work out? I think it's something will work out. Our defensive backs are young. Our secondary is young. I mean, and like, I think I, I, they, I got, think some, they could, got some work to do. I think you could argue too, that maybe they, uh, just when you're up, 40, 50 points on a team. It's not that big of a deal if they score. It's not that you don't care, but I feel like you'd be just be more, pay more attention, make less mistakes in a big game. Yeah. I can't imagine that many teams scoring 31 plus. I think we're going to be all right. Once we get to TCU, we got the, we got the, the nerves out and everything before we get to our Mm -hmm. first big game, which is TCU. So I'm Mm -hmm. excited about that one. Oh yeah. Mike Weber had a hell of a game. He had four touchdowns. Yes. Ran for almost 200 yards on 20 carries. He's He's a beast, dude. I thought the JK was going to be the star of this game. Yeah, of, I thought J.K. was, and then Mike Weber was playing lights out. So I was like, "Well, damn!" Mike think- Weber kept his weight down. He 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 lost fat and gained muscle, which was awesome because he was looking a little chunky for a second. Or well, yeah, but it made him strong. Fight. Like it was weird because J.K. was like our runner, and Mike was like our our like strong ass dude. Yeah, basically, it was like so. Here here here's 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 the thing. If you would have said, "All right, both of our running backs get twenty carries and fifteen carries." And so one of our running backs did, gets 190 yards on 20 carries and the other one gets 75 on 15. I would have thought it was Mike Weber had the 15 with 75 and, and J.K. Dobbins had 20 with almost 200. But it was the other way around. Yeah. And that was so weird because, yeah, Mike must have leaned out a little bit. I, yeah, he did lean out. They're almost, you, you they're the same height, and they're almost the same weight now, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's crazy because both of them could start on on a lot of college football. Pretty much teams. any college football team. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's kind of cool having very dynamic well, uh, two very dynamic rushers like that. And JK's <clears throat> was the second, like so out of Ohio State Heisman favorites, Dwayne Haskins was first, and then J.K. Dobbins. But like Mike Weber, 
could be pretty, it seems like. He, yeah. I mean, this was one game, but still, I think that he could definitely end up with more yards, touchdowns, and stuff no, like I that. No, he definitely could, he especially great. if Ryan Day slash Urban Meyer put, more, put the ball into his hands more. Um, but it's also going to help, too, because we don't have uh, as much of a like rushing uh, quarterback like we did with JT Barrett. Yeah, you're right. So, so there's more uh, running to so go So we around. have more running to do with our actual running backs, which would be awesome. That's I got great. so tired of Football. the QB draw. Yeah, yeah, I got so tired of the QB draw and option we were yeah. running with JT, and it was terrible. But anyway, let's move on to some other college games. Well, hold on, no, I got—I still want to talk about Nick Bosa. Relax, dog. <laughs> he recovered. He had a touchdown. He recovered two fumbles. Yeah. He uh, had, I think, like three sacks, two sacks. Let me find him on here. Nick Bosa, two sacks, two tackles for loss. Like he was on fire, dude. He was on. He's an absolute beast. And he always looks like he just. Every time they like look at his face after he does something, he like celebrates, but then he just like, all right, cool, I'm ready to go back to bed. He just makes it look so easy. Yeah. It That's looks like it's just another so day for him, yeah. I don't know if I've said on this podcast. I haven't because I had I started classes after our last podcast. But I have a class with like 10 like starters on the team. And JK, Nick Bosa, some other guys are in that team, are on are in that class with me. And Nick Bosa just if you if he ever hears this, I'm sorry, but he just comes across as an absolute dunce like just a straight up like bag of rocks dude <laughs> they're clowns like, though how do say football players are clowns though. oh my they're god hilarious. nobody can say anything it's like anything any of them say like uh, i can't remember the one guy's name but he like stood up and it's like hey uh my name is this i major in communications and uh my my biggest inspiration is my mom and they're all like <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what the chill oh my god like, i clown him i know that's the environment what, it's funny but yeah they um I was just impressed. Yeah, impressed with the whole team. Seventy-seven points. <sighs> Me too. That's they a looked lot. very good. Freaking overall. points, man. That is. That's the most points Ohio State has scored in a long time because we usually hold back after a little while. And we have a running back named Master Teague, so it's over for them. <laughs> Master Teague, what a fucking name! <laughs> when Master Teague runs sixty yards on your ass, it's he over got for recruited you. because of his five-star name. That's a five-star name. That's a five-star name. Uh, let's move on back. to the probably maybe the. Best, arguably the best game of the week, Auburn Washington, top 10 matchup. It was a good game, but it was just sucked to watch because it wasn't like an exciting game. Browning is just so overrated. That dude, for, he a, a, fifth, good, he a, decent for game, a fifth year starter, he looked sloppy as hell. Yeah. He looks sloppy. And he just, he's, he's like, a, he's as skinny as a twig. I don't know. This dude is the definition of not going to make it in the NFL. Mm. And I mean, people say that about Tom Brady, but. Yeah, he's but like Tom Brady thing. is. And I know that's he's an exception. Yeah, he's the one. I mean, Jake Browning is just he just doesn't look. You like just want to call any skinny white guy a Tom Brady. But if you're gonna if you're gonna be a fifth year starter, you better be lights out. You know what I'm saying? You better be throwing some TDs and sure grabbing some titties and <laughs> <laughs> it's like that just rhymed. I don't know why I said that. Right though, I get it. You know what I mean? I don't understand. I mean, it was against Auburn. It's defense. He threw 300 yards against Auburn's defense. Yeah, he didn't mean, have a bad statistical game. Yeah, he didn't have a terrible statistical game. But 18, you know, 300 yards on 30 attempts, that's not that bad. I just don't think he's going to be as good as people make him out to be. We'll see. I think there's a lot better. I think uh, that that quarterback from West Virginia, uh, what's his name? He was a transfer from Florida. He played awesome. Who are you talking about? <clears throat> uh, Greer? Greer? Oh, Will, William Will Greer. Will Greer, yeah. yeah, he's really good. Yeah, I've heard about. He's him, really yeah. good. He's like the leader in the Heisman race right now. And they I was talking like, about when, when the I game. saw huh? go ahead. Go ahead. when I saw him in the head of the Heisman race, I was like, who? Oh, like, yeah. he played really good. Yeah. I was like, well, damn, they know more than I do. Um, they're talking about in, in last night's game, the uh, Vatek Florida State game. They're talking about how this is like potentially even a deeper quarterback 
class than it was last year. Like, oh, the, yeah. Like the, it's about just a, the thing is, there's a bunch of underrated talent because it's not a bunch of like four or five year guys. Yeah. Like last year, was like everybody knew Baker Mayfield was going to the NFL for like eight years, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. There wasn't any surprise. Um, but that game was, dude, it was like kind of a slugfest. Like a bunch, I feel like it was almost all field goals. Were there any touchdowns? There's like one touchdown, right? In what, the Virginia Tech game? No, 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 Auburn, Washington. Oh, yeah, it was a bunch of field goals. That's why I didn't really enjoy watching it that much. Because yeah. it was just like, nah, there, there wasn't, wasn't a lot of touchdowns. I mean, yeah. but that's like a good, de- it was a good defensive game though. I actually thought Washington was going to get smacked. Yeah, I thought so, they were going to get smacked. I always, I like just find them extremely underrated every year, and they always are. Because it sucks because Auburn, they can be a really good team, and then they still have to deal with, like, Alabama. Dude, their quarterback, I mean? Georgia. 26-36, that's really good. Yeah, yeah they, they just have such a tough schedule. You're yeah, right. it's just, it's just, even even that they made, even if they won this year, like, their, their, like, percentage to make it into the college football playoffs is, like, still super low. Yeah. <laughs> because they just have you to go make it out of all that crap, and your last game of the season is Alabama. Even if you do make it, you're going to be so beat up by the time you, because you got to be Alabama. And then you probably have to beat, uh, what, Georgia in the championship game? Yeah. SEC championship yeah. game? And then you got to play two playoff games. Like, I just would rather not do that. Uh, um, yeah, that was a good game, though. But I think I thought both quarterbacks looked decent, honestly. I didn't know. I don't remember much. Uh, this Auburn guy played last year, Stidham, I think. But yeah. He, he looked decent. again. I mean, I mean, for an SEC quarterback, not that bad. Yeah, I mean, for losing to UCF in a in a bowl game, though. Yeah, that's true. That was rough. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That was awesome. You see, national champions. I national champions. Yeah, th- that's right. I forgot they won the Natty <laughs> last year. But uh, in this game, though, I, I, it wasn't just a lot of good defense. I mean, there was some good defense. Some of it was just bad offense. But uh, Auburn had uh, freaking five sacks, nine tackles for loss, six pass deflections, one interception. They definitely came came for Knicks. Yeah, they did. High energy game. Definitely better than Washington. I think that they. I think Auburn looked better than the score shows. Yeah. If that makes sense. So that's kind of um, all I thought about that one. Then you had uh, LSU 33, Miami 17. Uh, Joe, Burrows, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. The, uh, everyone in Ohio, in Buckeye Nation keeps saying, so I annoying. guess is the GOAT now. It's so annoying. Because he completed 11 passes. Dude, Joe I, Burrow, he played amazing. I'm like, what? He had a <laughs> decent no game. I mean, he, yeah, I mean he's a, a good, good quarterback, a, but like, my start, God. Yeah, his first start in a, in a, in a, a against a, a good team, like, Ohio State fans just feel the need to suck him dry because he's a former Ohio State yeah. player. And yeah, and people were, were probably going to trigger the Ohio State fans. But. And people were so mad when they let him transfer. Like, what is Urban doing? Like, what? Why are, what do you think you know that Urban doesn't? Right. He's a, he's one of the greatest coaches in America. He's not going to like let the best quarterback we have transfer. Obviously, he wasn't the best. I mean, obviously, yeah. definitely now because we saw what Dwayne Haskins can do. Yeah, and we'll we'll see it play out. I mean, this is Joe's first game, but yeah, and he didn't do bad. We're not saying he did bad. Yeah, we're, oh, not at all. He like had a good game. He's just the Aaron Rodgers of the SEC. Yeah, now. it's, it's just like, my dad was like, "Guess I'm cheering for LSU this year." When they announced that Joe Burrow was starting, I'm like, "Why?" Well, I said the same thing. Oh, screw that. Screw that. I'm not cheering for LSU. I'm cheering for Joe Burrow. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'll cheer for Joe Burrow, yeah. but screw no, that. I'm SEC, not going to wear an LSU hat. I'm not going around at LSU. Because our Go second Tigers. quarterback goes there. Yeah. I mean, no, he didn't have a bad game. He he had, um, yeah, I didn't think it was a bad game, but. No, it wasn't terrible. LSU's rushing game looks really good. That freaking Brosette. What a name. The yeah. running back's name is Brosette. What's up, Brosette? Brosette? Brissette, Brosette. I thought it was Brissette. Yeah, but it doesn't sound better when you say Brosette. I mean, it does, yeah, but that's just not his name. Okay. My name sounds better when you say Barrow, but it's Barrow. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Barrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were pretty good at rushing. They was weird. They had more rush yards than passing yards. Maybe that's normal yeah. for LSU. I will say that Joe Burrow 
handed the ball off, lights out. Yeah, he was the best. 31 of 32, handoffer. handing the ball off, lights out. Is that a real stat? Yeah, I think he fumbled one, handing it off. Oh. <laughs> so he went 31 of 32, handing it off. Nice. Amazing. That's great news. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, he didn't have a great statistic. I thought he looked pretty good as a leader, though. Like, yeah, he seemed in I mean, LSU is just go, always going to be a run-based offense. Right. That's just that how, that's how their coach plays. That's how the yeah. school is. It's just they had Leonard Fournette. They have a lot of running backs come out. But, like, I mean, so Joe Burrows is just going to – that's just going to be the – that's just going to be the fact of that. Yeah, and if they get, I mean, and if he can be efficient and make some good plays too, they'll they'll then be a legitimate they'll, SEC they'll contender. LSU never really had a great quarterback, so hopefully he can be good for him. Yeah, um, but I don't think that that game showed proved anything good or bad. Yeah. I think we'd have to wait and see. You know, Ed Ed Orgeon, Oregon or whatever his name Orgeron, is. Orgeron. He he was a former car salesman. Is that true? Yeah. He's in a commercial selling Hummers. It's hilarious. It's like a radio commercial. Come down to Orzon's Hummers. I'm Ed Orgeron. I got Hummers. <laughs> Come get 29 SPR. Oh, my God. Damn. He, now he's the LSU football coach. That's so random. That's actually awesome. Yeah. John Hinderer Honda gets John Hinderer Honda gets a job. Get, gets an OSU coaching job. Did you know who I'd give a coaching job? The guy who sells Flex Seal tape. You know that guy? <laughs> that guy gets me pumped Dude, about tape. I'd let him coach anything. Yeah, that guy. That guy makes me feel like I could fix my roof in like five seconds if there's a flood. <laughs> Just can't be. There's, got, there's no way it works like that. I doubt it. No, my grandfather fixed their roof doing that. Yeah, but what, he's like, I'm give, gonna give it like one year. Hey, look, he goes. I'm sitting at my grandparents' house, right? He's like, yeah, our, roof, would get our roof's got a leak. I'm like, all right. So then he's like, I'm gonna go to Lowe's and get something to fix the roof. So you know, okay. I, I expect him to go get you know some like plywood and some yeah. like. Sh- uh, sh- like some shingles, shingles to like yeah. replace it he comes back with a can of fucking flex seal oh my god <laughs> like, dude i'm like yep I- i'm sure it actually probably did work i mean i don't think hugh murphy would buy anything that's not gonna work <laughs> right you know what i mean yeah all right Vautech. Vautech. Smack FSU. we mentioned this but this was a really actually like a fun game to watch despite the the lopsided score but i was so tired from labor day i barely paid any attention to it yeah it was, it was at the end of labor day <laughs> i was so tired last night <laughs> after eight hours of drinking at a family cookout and waking up early to make barbecue king of the hill pictures were golden huh your picture the gold king of the hill pictures those Aren't those, were, isn't it hilarious that was so rich dude <laughs> all right that's um, top dollar but um francois Oh yeah, DeAndre Francois. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He played. He started last year too. I like Francois. Yeah, but yeah, he played terrible. He uh, yeah, he like underwhelmed me. Yeah, <laughs> didn't. I mean, didn't play he threw three like, interceptions. Like he he had some good throws, but he, how are you going to throw three interceptions? Especially because Vatek isn't really known for their secondaries. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean Virginia Tech. The only thing I know about Virginia Tech is their uh, coach that they had forever. What was Died his name? or whatever. Quit. Frank Beamer. Frank Beamer, yeah. Frank Beamer, he retired. And they've also had a school shooting in the past. That's the only thing I know about Virginia Tech. And they beat us one the year we won the national championship. Yeah. So. I uh my I had a roommate that was a big hokey fan. He's from Virginia. So I follow him from that. Is your beer busted? Is that, that no, same beer? Yeah, the bottom of my beer is like Dented popped out. Outwards. It's weird. I can't set this beer down, so when I open it, it's an investment. I'm going to have to hold it the whole time. Look at that thing. It's tilted. I know. When I set it down, it's ter- that's terrible. It's Miller time. It's Miller time. All right. Um. Yeah, that was a, a – I really was impressed. I mean, you didn't really watch much of it, I guess, but Virginia Tech's defense went hard, went wild, dude. I watched the first half. Yeah, they were like super – not even like necessarily super skilled. They were so like aggressive. They were just – they went super hard, dude. They. Uh, I got the, the defensive stats for this one too just because – Dude, it, I was so surprised because the – 
Florida State Stadium for that opener was a blackout. It was it was lit. Yeah. <laughs> it was loud. I don't know how Virginia Tech came out and whooped them like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, you're right. It was it was like a FSU blackout, wasn't it? Yeah, it was crazy. The stadium was so loud in the beginning. It was I was I feel getting like games like that are usually neutral site. It's getting me hyped up. It's yeah, weird. the there were a lot of neutral sites this this yeah. week. You had the they played at AT and T Stadium. That was the Washington Auburn game, and then you had oh who played in the Atlanta Falcons dome. Uh, I don't even remember. I don't know. There were two games in domes. Whatever. Um, but the. Uh, the one guy, the one guy stuck out to me. Uh, what's his name? Trayvon Hill. He was a freaking monster for their defense. He had um, four tackles, two sacks, three tackles for loss. The team total had five sacks. They had fourteen tackles for loss. Fourteen times they got tackled. Uh, had a tackle for loss. Wow. That's insane. Wow. And three interceptions. They went, dude. And that's just that's just the stats. Like when you watched, it was just like, oh my gosh, they couldn't. FSU couldn't get anything done. They were just getting harassed. And FSU's defense actually didn't look that horrible for the 24 points that got scored on them. The offense just couldn't couldn't stay on the field, couldn't get anything done. But at Florida State, I don't think they're. The, I think they're always overrated. Florida State is usually. But overrated. I didn't think that they were as bad as the score lo- as it looked. Uh, they actually didn't look horrible. Horrible. I mean, they got offensive going. They just had too many turnovers, and their defense. I mean, they're dealing with a much. new coach too. Which well, is they just always had different. nothing go their way. They had like crappy penalties and unfortunate interceptions, and just like yeah. yeah. Who's their coach now? Uh, it was Jimbo Fisher, right? Yeah, Jimbo Fisher went to Texas A&M, remember? No, he went to UCLA. No, UCLA is uh, a Chip Kelly. Oh, is that Chip Kelly? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. He's an A&M, him. Chip Kelly? No. I mean, Jimbo Fisher? Yeah, Jimbo oh, Fisher. Okay. Yeah, he got a massive contract with Texas A&M. Interesting. <clears throat> Let's look up who the head coach was anyway, and then in the meantime, we can talk about the uh, Michigan-Notre Dame game. Oh, I totally forgot about that one. I don't even have that one in my notes. Oh, really? Yeah. Notre Dame, that one ended up being kind of close, but it really shouldn't have been. Yeah, that well. That was 24 to 17, right? Yeah, Notre Dame pretty much outplayed yeah, Michigan the whole in every, time. In every way, yeah. Well, the um, Willie Taggart, yeah, that's his name. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me. Uh, anyway, yeah, Michigan 17, Notre Dame 24. Their quarter, Michigan's, Michigan's quarterback, quarterback situation is always bad. Dude. Transfer from Ole Miss or Mississippi State. I don't even know, dude. Yeah. Anyway, they just never have a great QB, and this QB just looked nervous. Didn't look like he was ready to play. Their Jim offense, Harbaugh didn't even look like motivated. Jim Harbaugh looked, never looks motivated. No, usually he gets his guys kind of hype. He looks like he gets like arguing with the rest and stuff. Like whenever something bad happened, he just like looked like uh, whatever. Yeah, I don't think he was ready for this game either. Um, the game looked good though. Notre Dame did look good. Their defensive line played really well. That or Michigan's offensive line is terrible. Could um, be both. I mean, they're coached by Ed Warner, so we all know how Ed Warner is. Yeah. He's from OSU. He played. You know, he yeah. coached at Ohio State, which was terrible. That was bad. We had the most loaded team in the nation. They they ran Warner an option every yeah. every play. I'm like, wow, great, Ed, Ed Warner. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the, we're, the people were looking forward – to this quarterback because he's a transfer out of Shea Patterson, transfer out of Ole Miss. Oh, okay. So uh, he was supposed to be oh, really good. He's supposed now. to be really good, and he just didn't play that well. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I can't blame the guy because he was pressured mm-hmm. every play. Yeah. Oh God, their their offensive line looked terrible. It was like the worst offensive line I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, it just looked like they were just getting plowed every 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 play. Yeah. Um. 
But Notre Dame did look really good too. Notre Dame looks looks good. Mm-hmm. Michigan scored late, which I don't know if that like yeah, that they happens scored a late lot and in brought games it up to are... seventeen, and then they got the ball back. Oh yeah, they had a chance. They had to... the ball with a minute, like two minutes left. Mm-hmm. We're going to drive it down the field. They they had a chance to tie the game up, and they fumbled. And Notre Dame got the ball, and that was was the it game. a fumble? Uh, it might have been an interception. I think it was an interception. Yeah, I think Shea Patterson threw an interception. Yeah. Anyway, either way, they turned the ball over and threw the game out. And it looked bad. Yeah, Michigan, but I, I think that it ended up being kind of competitive despite how bad Michigan played. But I think that they might just – I know it's we want to just like you know shit all over Michigan because we're no, Ohio No, I State wanted fans. them to win this game. I want to be undefeated until yeah, they play Ohio State. I think I'm, I'm that kind you. of fan. I'm with you. Um, I'm like one of those – It's like, kind of split. The Ohio State fans, they either want Michigan to lose every game. Mm-hmm. Half the fans want them to lose every game. Half the fans want them to go undefeated until they face Ohio State. Well, if I they want them to win, go undefeated. I won't celebrate. But if they lose, I will make fun of them. Yeah, you know oh, I mean? yeah, but at the same sure. time, it would be it is. But I want them to be, be like undefeated be, against yeah. Ohio State. Oh yeah, that, it makes that, us those, look so much better. Those top those top five games are always insane. I'm glad we have TCU on our schedule because the Big Ten is supposed to be tough this year. Mm-hmm. You have Penn State, Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan State. We don't and even know State. what Nebraska will do. They might be Nebraska good. Nebraska might be really good. They yeah. have Scott Frost as the new coach. So <clears throat> Michigan State only won by eight points uh, with Utah State. Right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Utah State. Penn State went to overtime with fucking Appalachian State. Oh, uh, they won by set, by a touchdown to yeah. Utah State. Michigan State did. Michigan State's always overrated, though. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Michigan State. And then State, Penn State did struggle with App State. You're Penn right. Yeah, the State first went, week wasn't good for the powerhouse teams. Yeah, Big Wisconsin Ten looked terrible. Good, except Wisconsin, the Big Ten East didn't look good. Oh, yeah. The West w- or whatever. Wisconsin looks good. I mean, they're going to be good, though. They're yeah, a good team. They're a really good team, Michigan. Yeah, so honestly, our only hope is going to, with our, like, to have tough teams to play is going to mm-hmm. be TCU. Penn State, I mean, honestly, Penn State might be good. I can't say they're not going to be good. I mean, Appalachian State always yeah. plays pretty good against, like, big games like that in the opener. Um, but still, they, our Big they, Ten they, champion. They should have lost that. Yeah. They should have oh, lost they that should've, game. Yeah, they should have. They came and scored a touchdown with, like, a minute 30, yeah. with a minute 30, like, drove it down. Yeah. A good two-point drill they well, did. Ultimately, the, be- the better team won, obviously, but. Franklin's a good coach. I just don't know what yeah. the hell happened there. I don't know. <laughs> just adjustment. Just adjusting know. without Saquon. I mean, they, I didn't, they didn't have any running going. going. That was one of the issues. They didn't have a good running game. Yeah. That running back didn't look terrible, though. But it just, yeah, they just didn't get much going. I think yeah. They, they had, like, something like 60 total yards or some crap. Yeah, true. I can't believe Michigan State almost flopped, too, against Utah State. It was close the whole game. Yeah. 38 to 31? Yep. It was tied up before Michigan State, like, scored at the last second, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be wrong, though. But, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was close up until the lot. Yeah, the whole game. I'm yeah. glad Ohio State looked good, whooping Oregon's. But dude, it was weird because Utah State out Utah State's quarterback, this this love guy, outplayed Lewerke or Lewerke or whatever the dude's name is from Michigan State. And uh, that was weird, dude. He threw for 320 yards on their asses. Maybe they just need to work get their secondary worked out because that seemed like the main problem. Um, yeah, because they Utah State only rushed for 25 yards, so it's not a D line issue. It's got to be a secondary issue. Yeah. So they've just got to figure that out. But it's I mean it's you can't really judge teams a lot on week one just because they got to get the nerves out. But we'll Utah see how State it pans and out. State didn't have to get their nerves out. They're yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they're still shitty teams. They're like getting having close games with, yeah. which is scary because I really just my life goal is to have a year where the Big Ten is better than the SEC, and there's no question about it. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to happen. Dude, there was that one year the SEC East didn't lose a non-conference game. Do you remember that? They only lost to each other. Yeah, that's insane. The entire conference. And I think... Yeah, that was because they scheduled cupcake games, but still. A lot of times, the... 
Big Ten, they people say they look weak because they face each other. You know, that's how mm-hmm. conferences they face each other a lot. So people say they're weak, but I'm like, well, they're facing each other. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? You can never, you can't really judge it based yeah. off of that. You they might no just both be really good. You have no fucking exactly. clue. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so the SEC, you know how I mean, ESPN is like that because they have a right. contract with the SEC. They just like are just like how Fox Sports has biased. a contract with the Big Ten. Yeah, and they're yeah. biasing it with the Big Ten. Yeah. Colin Coward talks about the Big Ten like there is the his stepmom. He just said that he thinks that. He he tried to argue that Jim Harbaugh is more impressive than Nick Saban. He he went all right. He did do this. He he said that Jim Harbaugh's what he was saying was Jim Harbaugh's resume looks better than Nick Saban's resume because Jim Harbaugh has gone to a lot of schools and completely turned them around. Where Nick Saban just went to LSU, didn't make him a lot better, but now he he's at Alabama and they're a powerhouse and they have been for a long time. So right. I don't think he was trying to take away from Nick Saban. He's just saying Jim Harbaugh's done more with schools when it comes to turning them around. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Urban Meyer, how he went to Bowling Green, and then he went to where Utah, and he turned those into like undefeated teams. Yeah. So he was just saying the resume, but... But still, I mean, we all know that championships. We all know who the better better coach is. It's definitely Nick Saban. Jim Harbaugh is... I don't know what Jim Harbaugh's been doing with Michigan, but it's not working. Mm -hmm. He can't recruit. How can you not recruit when you're Jim Jim fucking Harbaugh at Michigan University? He doesn't usually have a. I don't think he <clears throat> normally has a uh, nationally competitive recruiting class. Yeah, and just, he can't recruit quarterbacks. He just needs. I think he just needs better like assistant coaches to help him recruit. Well, things don't always translate that well yeah. from the NFL to college. Yeah, true. Um, from like yeah. I bet I bet Bill Ch- I for some reason I feel like Bill Belichick would be a horrible college coach. Oh yeah, he'd be terrible. Yeah, it's just he's different. Just, okay. It's a lot different. I mean, that's why you saw. That's why you see a lot of coaches go from college to to uh, NFL and not backwards, and then yeah. and then come back because they, oh, yeah. they do bad. Like Greg Schiano, our defensive coordinator, he yeah. went to the he he coached the Bucks, was terrible, but he's an awesome defensive coach for the college. He just is. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, he wait. Who did he go to coach? Wasn't it like Ravens or something? No, it was the Bucks, Buccaneers. Oh, Tampa Buccaneers. Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. I was thinking like I don't. I wasn't thinking about them as the Bucks. You're thinking of like. The Milwaukee Bucks or the Ohio State Bucks. I don't ever think of oh. Tampa Bay as the Buccaneers as the Bucks. That's what they're called. Though. Yeah, the but I just I know, but it's B-U-C-S and it just feels different. They speak the Books or something. <laughs> Books, Buccaneers, Tampa Books. But while we're on the top of the Big Ten, one uh, one game that was pretty crazy was the Maryland Texas game, which I yeah, knew was going to be close. If I actually was looking at the uh, money lines on Bovada. And uh, but I didn't get a chance to bet on anything, but I would have. I was actually going to bet because I think it was Texas minus f- maybe a touchdown or like five or four points or something like that. And I was like, actually, I feel like Maryland will get it within a field goal or even win. Maryland always has a decent like they have a decent squad. They always have a decent quarterback who can move around, and they're like kind of scary with it. They mm-hmm. remember when they faced Ohio State? I think it was like maybe last year, or two years ago, and they did really good. Their quarterback did really good. Yeah, but they we still always, smacked them, but right. Yeah, we smacked them, but like they played, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. when, when a team comes in and they have like their offense playing pretty well against Ohio State, you know, but um, they, yeah, you're right. They always have a decent, they always have like a, like a, a, a average above average quarterback. Yeah. They just never really can get the running game going because they never have a good O-line. Yeah, exactly. And they also usually have a pretty trash defense. So, I mean, Texas right now, Tom Herman's playing with a bunch of people he hasn't recruited. So, I mean, he's this over- is his second year now. No, it's his first year at Texas. No, it's not. He was at Houston last year. No, he wasn't. He was at Texas last year. Was he? Yes. This no, was the he... same thing. He lost to Maryland last year, too. Everyone was like, what the heck, dude? This is his second year at Texas. 
Are Look you at, sure yes. about that? What do you mean? I thought he was at Houston last year. No, dude. He was at Houston that year. They went to that bowl game and were in like top 10 in the nation. And then he went to Texas that next year. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is a second year at Texas? Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Let me take everything I said back. Yep. Wow. God, time flies. Texas 2017 to present. Yep. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. 2017 to present. No, yeah. This is his second year. That's why people were like... uh yeah. Is Texas back? Because everyone was like, Texas is back. <laughs> I saw a Twitter page. The page was called, is Texas back? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> and last year, I think they said no also, but there's like two tweets in two years there. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Texas is a good program. I think they just wish they had Vince Young. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said, I'm tired of these honky quarterbacks coming to Texas and playing yeah. bad. I'm like, gosh, they want Vince Young back so bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they might. I don't know. I don't know what. I was going to ask. I wrote in my notes. Do you think that this is Maryland good? Is Texas bad, or is it like are both just bad? I think they're both, just like who is worse. I think one like which one is more average. Yeah, they're both just like <laughs> exceptional average programs. Like. I think. I mean, I hope. I really hope Tom Herman does well. Yeah, that's what's kind of disappointing. Yeah. But I, I mean, good for Maryland, but I love it's just going to look Herman so that. weird. It's going to look bad on Texas when like teams like us and Penn State and Indiana and like they're just going to smack around Maryland. Maybe not Indiana, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, Michigan sure. it'll probably handle Maryland pretty pretty well. Yeah. Um I don't know if they play like Iowa or anything, but yeah, it's they'll probably be like they might not they they're, there's not they're not even they might not even be a bowl game team. Yeah, they're not. They're not going to be. Yeah. I mean, they might be. Yeah. But right. yeah. And I then, think that's uh, Is that you got another game? Yeah, just to say the Bama Bama. Oh, Bama did Bama. They, they smacked the crap out of Louisville. I didn't think it was going to be that bad of a of a game. What was it? 51? It was 51 to 14, but 14. it was 51 to 7 until like late in the game. And I was, yeah, that was pretty ugly. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Mar Jackson was that entire team. Yeah. Did you see Nick, Sa- Nick Satan snap on that ESPN reporter after the game? Nick Saban. Oh, yeah. That was weird, dude. It's because they have. I mean, honestly, it's almost understandable, but no. like, she didn't deserve that. No, she didn't ask the question that he was mad about. Oh, really? What'd she ask? So she asked, what do you think about the quarterback situation now that you've seen them play? And he said he went off like, like I know you guys want me to say something disrespectful about one of them and I'm not going to do I it. Like them so both. quit asking. Your I was beard like, is well, weird. <laughs> your beard is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, but I think it he, was... uh, he called her and apologized. Uh, okay. Her name's well, Maria Taylor. Yeah, she's good. She's a good sideline. She's a good. Reporter. Yeah, she's a good sideline. Um, I thought it was weird because she was asking a question about after this game, what are your thoughts now? Not like who do you think is better? Or yeah, you know who's getting the start? It's like we. I mean, it, obviously, Tua played. They better. have been asking him a lot in press conferences, and I can see yeah. why that's frustrating because they've just asked him and asked him. Yeah, and, asked and, him and just, he's like, I don't know. Right, and you it's just unfortunate saying? that she's the one who was the one to ask him to make him snap. But it's like, it was, I, I feel like any good reporter would have asked that question after seeing what you saw today. Does the thing, does your opinion change? If you get asked that once after every single game and you still haven't decided a quarterback, that's your fault. Pick a quarterback. And sometimes, I mean, a few years ago, he took like three games to choose a quarterback. So sometimes he just does that. But, um, anyway, yeah, I don't, he called her and apologized. I'm sure he realized that he would just look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. I was watching. I was watching that game. I watched it out. I was watching that interview afterwards. Was like, what the? What the hell? He just yeah, snapped he on snapped, her. Snapped like really did. Yeah, I was so surprised. So my last question. So we had the AP top ten come out for this week today. Um, we got Bama, Clemson, Georgia. This is in order. OSU, Wisconsin, round out the top five. Um, out of those teams, I say that. 
Georgia and Wisconsin are the least likely to stay to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Because I think that Alabama will be I don't think it'll be a two team SEC thing again. Yeah, and same I thing think with it'll Big be Ten. Bama, Clemson. Well, I don't think well, I mean, yeah, we have to beat Wisconsin in the Big yeah, Ten. Yeah, exactly. Again. So, Wisconsin was undefeated until we beat them last year and they yeah. still didn't get in. So it's so two out of those four are not gonna be in there. Yeah, so I think it'll be Bama as of right now, Bama, Clemson, us, and then maybe like Oklahoma. Oklahoma looked good, dude. They smacked the crap out of whoever. Dude, they Oklahoma did look really good, and people were not. People didn't know what they were going to look like against, yeah. um, against uh, without Baker Mayfield. You know, mm-hmm. so it was kind of cool. Um, after this week, the AP ratings came out. So That's Washington, what I said. I just said that. I, yeah, I know. I'm just oh. going through like who jumped a lot, but like Washington, they went down three after losing to Auburn, and Auburn mm-hmm. went up two to seven, two to like get to seven. Um, they. They switched up. Wisconsin was four and Ohio State was five, but now Ohio State's four and Wisconsin's five. I think they, like I said, they just didn't know how Haskins was going to look. Mm-hmm. LSU jumped 14 spots to 11, which Who is in LSU. Oh, they're 11. They're almost yep. top 10. That's they're good. They're 11th now. Yeah. I thought they might be top 10 after and that. And Miami, the, uh, Miami, oh, they kind of, Miami switched spots with them. So now Miami is 20 seconds. Miami shouldn't be ranked after that game. Yeah, I don't think they should either. They look terrible. I feel like it's so annoying because it's just, it's called anchoring in, in communications. We talk about a lot. Like it's a psychological thing you anchor something. And so if you think a car is worth $5,000 and then someone charges you basically like $6,000, it's close enough to your anchor that you'll think that it's worth it or whatever. And so, and also like if you think that something's really good and someone says really bad, you like the point that you're going to agree is going to be a lot higher because you thought it was so we saw it with high. we saw it with Florida State last year they lost like four games and they were still in the top 25 yeah they were like yeah they're like because they thought at the beginning of the season they were ranked literally like like top five mm-hmm. they were like in the top five and mm-hmm. they ended up being trash right and that's so the like flaw AP with these just rankings. thought they were just so good and that's the flaw with these rankings is that so so for example it's like LSU has this win right now um who do they beat uh uh Miami yeah, Miami. So LSU has this spot right now. They're a late, they went all the way up to 11th because they beat the crap out of a team that was ranked, but we don't know. But they could have been that trash. That doesn't even necessarily mean yeah. anything. Miami could have been terrible. But that will affect the whole the rankings <clears throat> throughout the whole season. Yeah, which is su- which sucks. They'll be like, look at that early win against Ohio. That's they, why the college football rankings don't come out until later in the season. Which is, I appreciate. They, which is awesome. They it pisses don't, me off, too. I think there should be no rankings at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And after like week six, then they should start ranking them. But that's just how my dad... Ever since rankings I was, the first like three or four weeks are just, it's all just like, no one knows what's actually going on. My dad rants about rankings every, he's like, rankings don't even matter. They don't matter. He always said that about basketball too. I'm like, look dad, Ohio. I'm like a little kid, like Ohio state's number one in the nation. He's like, it's it doesn't ratings, fucking though. matter, Drew. I'm like, it's oh my ratings. God. Like, would you have paid that? <laughs> would you have paid as much attention to like the, um, what was that? 1919 was ever was like 19 and 20 that played last night, Virginia Tech and Florida State. Like, oh, if it would have yeah. just said Virginia Tech and Florida State, not as many people would watch it. Yeah. Like, it's a top 20 matchup, you know? <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, they were so close. People wanted to watch it. So Florida out of the, State hopped into the – Florida State and South Carolina hopped into the rankings. Um, not Florida State. Florida and South Carolina hopped into the rankings. Mm-hmm. South Carolina? Come on. Florida – I mean, I don't, I don't know what South Carolina did, but Florida fucking whooped the team they played, and they looked oh, pretty good. That. And they have a new coach, so, I mean, who knows how they're going to do. They could be a really good team, so. Who do you think out of the top ten is the worst team? For me, I think right now I'm going to say – I think – Washington? I think maybe Notre Dame. Notre Dame? Yeah, because I don't think Michigan's very good. And I think that they're overrated because they beat an overrated Michigan team. Okay, so you saw how the way Notre Dame I think Notre Dame's always overrated. And so I kind of have a bias against them because of that. But I think Washington's probably the worst one. They looked good, though, against Auburn. (sighs) And Auburn's a legitimate team. That's my – and that's only one. No, yeah, I know what you mean. 
I didn't see how Stanford played. They're top ten now. They jumped three spots to top. I 10. think they just like smacked. They some like easy Bryce team. Love a lot, so that's probably just why they're in the top ten. But I think that they're. I think they could win out the Pac-12. I hope Bryce Love has a good year. People have really hyped that man up. So oh, I forgot about this one game. Did you hear about uh, UCLA played Cincinnati? Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati beat, beat them. But UCLA's quarterback was Wilton Spate from Michigan, and he got injured. So he left Michigan. Oh, he got like injured. is that UCLA now? Yeah, he was the head, he, yes, and that okay. was it was uh, Chip Kelly's first game. Yeah, Chip and, Kelly's first game with UCLA, and 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 Spate was the starting quarterback, and he got hurt like first maybe second Are you quarter. Serious, and it was like the saddest thing. It's like this dude can't catch a break. Oh my god, poor Spate. And they lost to Cincinnati, which is that's a Pickles team. Yeah, Sp- I mean Cincinnati's a good team though. Chip mm. Kelly hasn't gotten a chance to recruit. But still, so, I mean, like I don't, I still would have assumed it. I would have definitely put my money on UCLA if you put held a gun to my head. Oh yeah, d- definitely me too. But but Luke I mean, Fickle, I mean, Luke Fickle might be a good coach. Good <laughs> we who knows how he's going to do as a head coach. Dude, prayers up for Wilton State. Nah, screw that guy. Is Wilton State back yet? That's our new Twitter page. I couldn't care about. I, I care about Wil- Wilton State like I care about John O'Corn. <laughs> like who cares? Yeah, but- uh, Tiger Woods got chosen to be in the Ryder Cup team. You know what the Ryder Cup is? Nope. So like, US will have a team. And uh, like Europe and England, Ohio team. Europe and England. Yeah, just anywhere over the anywhere over by the Atlantic. Huh. WNBA players asking for more money. That is a hot. That's a. He just said <laughs> WNBA players asking for more money. That's a hot. That's a hot topic. Uh, topic right there. Yeah. I mean, they do deserve more money. If you, I mean, Maybe. all right. Here's the thing. WNBA players are always going to get paid less than NBA players. That's just a fact of the reality. Did you? <clears throat> and here, let me explain. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you go off. NBA NBA players make about 50% of what the NBA as a whole makes, mm-hmm. right? That's their du- share of yeah, the Yeah, that's their share income. of their total yeah. income of the NBA. They get about 50%, you mm-hmm. know? WNBA players get about 20% of what the WNBA makes. I didn't think that's I don't think that's true. That is a fact. I thought the WNBA made more as a percent than the males did. Mm-mm, no. I'm pretty sure. If they do, then then who then they shouldn't get paid more. Average, all right, so, yeah. so average pay is fifty k. So right. look at what is the percentage of what the NBA WNBA. I swore that I saw that the WNBA players made more as a percentage. So anyway, while you look that up, the Ryder Cup, the U.S. has a team. <clears throat> Their captain is Jim Furyk, and then uh, Europe and England and blah blah blah. They have a team. I think it might include Australia too. I could be wrong though. They have a team, and then those teams play each other in the Ryder Cup, right? So it's just kind of like a fun little tournament. It's nothing like it's not part of the like the you know, FedEx Cup and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's always a question. Uh, Tiger Woods hasn't been there since like 2011 or something. So now he made it this year since he's playing so well. That's awesome. Jim Furyk chose him to be on the team, which let's is go. awesome. Yeah, well, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. I'm always for uh, Tiger Woods. Let's go. Let's go. All right, look at it's Yeah, I be, guess you're right. I guess that's real. I don't know. I must have saw something fake on okay, the Okay, yeah. So, so WNBA, they make an average of 75 a year, though. 75 a year? Yeah. So, but they still make still 20% nothing. of what the WNBA makes. Yeah, that's garbage. They need to move that up to 50%, yeah. and then I don't think there will be they any need debate. They to do what uh, the NBA did and, and get a collective bargaining agreement. They need yeah. to get like the Players Association more power. Yeah, exactly. So that that definitely needs to happen in the WNBA, and that's up to the players and the WNBA. And nothing really else. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. So I think if they can make 50% of what uh, the same percentage as the NBA, there's no question. I mean, the, it, the WNBA players will never make as much as an NBA player yeah. because that's just the reality. Unless, of it. unless, they make unless less mon- um, 
you know, women come out and start caring about professional basketball at the same rate that men do, then maybe it'll be taken seriously at that point. Like it will be. Oh, like women, like fans. Yeah. Like if, you know, obviously if women, I mean, I hear about men talk about NBA almost every day and I don't think I've ever heard of a female. I don't know any girl trying to like talk to WNBA. Yeah. Like, Oh, I'm a big WNBA. I know so many girls that are like the WNBA needs to be paid more. It's like, have you bought a Jersey? Do you watch the games? Have you ever been to the, have you ever, you know, they have a team in Indianapolis. You ever been? Yeah. No. No, they've never it's been that to thing. It. I, I don't think care. Should, I think you should be, go support it. If women what care about women's sports, then support it. Don't just what talk about it on. Don't just try to be a social social justice warrior on Twitter about yeah. it. Support it. You know what I mean? We don't make it. How much do we make? For just this? for our podcast, zero dollars. Nothing. We're gonna move on to media stuff. Media uh, stuff. Nothing too crazy. We had a boss album. Uh, it was average, and then we average. Sorry. Okay. Below average. average. Below average? Yeah. Sorry, I'm not a hype beast for album. any hip hop album that comes out. It's a good album, dude. No, it's not. It's a good what album. What makes it a good album? Nine, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. I said nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. What songs on the album are t- trash? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking? It's Bro, just such name. a basic. Like every song is the same sound as the next song. No. Yes. It's just not a fact. There's a lot of good songs on there. There are two songs that are good, and they have. It's because they have features. Boss is a good artist. I didn't say he was a bad artist. This album isn't very good. I liked his last album. I actually listened to that too. You liked his last album better? Yeah. I can agree that his I thought last this album was bland. His like, last album was me, better. It didn't no, keep me I agree that his last album is better, but it's still yeah. a good album. So his I, last album was a 10 out of 10 then? Is it what we're going to say? I never said it was a 9 out of 10. <laughs> Bob, what do you think? What, what about his last album? Black on Business. That's a great song. Top, oh, Black Owned Business, the song is the that's top a five song. track. Yeah, it's a really good song. And that's just him by himself. No features, buddy. So take back what no, you said. A good song. No, I said the only good songs on this take album were features. Take back what you said. Yeah, we're going oh, to we're gonna get to that. Um, yeah, actually, let's just get to that now. So Eminem dropped an album called Kamikaze. He literally just dropped it out of nowhere. Yeah, he, he like dropped a, a lot of names. I guess. The album cover was uh, inspired by a Beastie Boys cover. Yeah, I knew that. Um, Eminem mentioned the following names in this album. Okay. All right. <clears throat> like by name yeah okay Lil Pump Lil Yachty mm-hmm. Lil Xan so that's all the Lil's out of the way uh, Machine Gun Kelly okay Tyler the Creator Drake Charlemagne Your the God is weird Charlemagne the God your beard is weird DJ Academics Joe Budden Donald Trump Mike Peck Mike Pence and Mike Pex. Mike Pex. <laughs> That's Mike Pence's buff brother. Sorry. <laughs> and then the Grammy Awards. And then I guess. Wow. It seems like he just went after a bunch of easy targets. He didn't even go after anyone hard. He didn't. Like, if he wanted to go after somebody hard, he praised all the ones that are hard. Like, I don't know. And then he had. <laughs> he riffed all those people. And Here, then. Hold on. Actually, I got a snippet from the album. Ready? Do you really? Yeah. <laughs> here we go. All right, all right. We'll both run our Eminem snippets. All right, go okay, ahead. Go here's ahead. my favorite line from your album. All right. I saw a whack black jack in the box. He took my rocks and he put them in socks and then he threw them at the docks. Oh, all right. My favorite verse was um, a, a cinnamon, cinnamon, flipping them, dipping them, flipping the fishing them, mm-hmm. capping them, wrapping them. I'm tapping them and I'm flapping them like I'm crapping them. That was my favorite. And my pants round. I'm a dang down with a dead round. That's exactly what every bar he drops sounds like. It's like, that's the fucking. That dude is the goat. goat. I'm like, what did he even just say? Like, I don't know. Did you hear the lyrics though? So, anyway. Straight bar. He created this avalanche of white rapper beef. 
God. White rappers are just attacking white rappers. It's like the goddamn (laughs) Civil Civil War. War. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't white white cry? Yeah, why don't white crime? Um, so, <laughs> Eminem's out this album, which was definitely better than the revival, but so was Boss's album. So we're not even. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Um, I'd put Nicki Minaj's Queen above Eminem's revival. Anything is better than the revival album. But I mean, I've, I've actually heard it's decent. Some people were like Eminem back, but I'm like, nah, I don't. Nah, he's I'm not back. Now. He's, he's not just kind of. I mean, he's back. just an old guy. He's definitely fits, his like, style. He had his rap style when it was hot. And now his rap style is not hot. So it's over. Yeah. It's not hot in the pot in the lot. Dude. And the cop, I got caught by the cops. <laughs> Dude, there's so many Eminem lines with, like, we're doing that to be funny, but it's kind of, he does that a lot. Yeah. Where he just, just say a bunch of stuff. And I used to be like, dang. But then I like look <laughs> up what, what he said and I'm like, he just didn't say anything. <laughs> he didn't say I've anything. never seen someone use so many words to say absolutely nothing. Yeah. It, and every, a lot of white people rap like that too. Yeah, it's true. It'd be like a white guy on Twitter who'd be like, <sighs> About to rap fifty bars in three minutes. Dude, why do okay? Why can't I listen to a white rapper without him saying that he fucked my girlfriend? Anytime I listen to a white rapper, he's like, "I fucked your girlfriend." You can't do anything about it. I'm like, "What the fuck did I do?" Like, I don't they just understand. love fucking people's girlfriends. Every man. white it's rapper what, fucks my girlfriend. What all white rappers love doing. Man. I guess so. hot. Like, wait, are you single? Yeah, I can't fuck with you in the in the duck with you. I'm out of here and I'm about of here, right, bitch? <laughs> so he dropped that album. Uh, he name dropped MGK. I don't even know what he said. What did he say? He MGK, said, you're from Cleveland, bitch. <laughs> That's so close to Detroit. They could just drive like an hour and fight each other. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the same city. So, just Cleveland's smaller. MGK, Eminem, lyric. He said, you're named after Candy. I'm named after a gangster. Like so many, <laughs> yeah, so many of the bars. Said. I was just like, That's stop. what MGK said. Uh, all right. I, all I'm going to find is. So yeah, MGK even came out back out with a a rebuttal. Oh whole gosh, track. what is it's it called? So rap Devil. Rap Devil. It's so the funny. Rap God thing. He starts. How does he start this thing off? He's like, <laughs> he's like somebody get a razor because your beard is weird. <laughs> your beard is weird. He said it with that accent. He said, "Hey, somebody grab him some clippers, because his beard is weird." What's wrong with his beard? It is kind of weird. <laughs> Why? It's just he's just fifty, he forty six years old. Like he said, I think my dad's. Cr- Gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you're right. Dad's always read all of it. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. Mm-hmm. You're sober and bored, huh? So here's his insults. He's sober. He's sober. He needs to shave his beard, and he goes in the studio. Damn. And yells into the mic. You got like, him, dude, dude. You're sober. If fucking idiot. <laughs> How could anybody? You ever seen this dude's got sober. a sober beard? <laughs> He's sober. What the fuck? What an dude. idiot. Yeah, fucking dweeb. All you do is read your dictionary and stay inside. Oh, yeah. I know I know what Urban Names should come back with. You call me sober? Well, your beer is weird. Damn. All it's you do is stay inside and listen to your, read your dictionary? Dude, Webster is about to come out with the hottest track of 2018 <laughs> dissing MGK, man. Stop, dude. <laughs> and then, uh, so that was weird. Weird? Um, yeah, that 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 it song. It sounded. It was the song fire, sounded good though. Yeah, it it cool. didn't sound. It wasn't like a bad song, which is cool. The lyrics were kind of weird, but it wasn't. If like, you didn't like, and he had a hook. Much, if you didn't like, cool. look into. That, I feel like there's this bar now because of Pusha T. You know what I mean? It's like you listen to a diss track like this, and it's just like kind of weak because he didn't come. He didn't like. He didn't say anything anyone else hasn't said. He didn't say anything that you're like, oh damn, he really got him there. He was just kind of like a bunch of stuff that was like, you're right. Yeah, your last I mean, album was bad. 
Pusha T kind of changed the disc game when he came out with well, that. Well, he Drake brought song. it back. Yeah, he brought it, it back. Like, well, yeah. it used to be what it was. Yeah, back in like the 90s, mm-hmm. man. Like Tupac and them, man, they were riffing the fuck out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. And now MGK comes out with this and calls his beard weird. So Fire. Straight and fire. And then G-Eazy, the king of all white rappers. <laughs> Who the fuck? Why? <laughs> Why did he even come he out, came with, out a song, with a diss track towards MGK, I guess, unrelated to this Eminem stuff. I don't even know. Why? Um, Why is this just avalanche of white rapper beef? Yeah, so and so G E Z came out Kelly, with a song. I bet you shop at the deli. Like <laughs> I don't know what do you, what do you, what do you say? What do you say? Well, yeah, I don't understand. G E Z is just the most irrelevant. He's not even like I wouldn't even consider him a rapper in the rap game. He's just kind of a poppy dude. Like back when he first started, when he came out with that song with Rick Ross, a lot of that, a lot of that, got a lot, a lot, a lot of that. And then he came out with, uh, I don't even I know. I know what you're talking about. Like, you know, back, back when day, he yeah. first started. You he was know what right. I mean? Yeah. He was all right. He was a good rapper. And then all of his songs just became about, like, I got four cars in the garage, got your girlfriend, and I'm fucking her. Like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Every song oh, it sounds so, like I that. mean, it had Rick Ross, and then a lot of that didn't have anybody. But yeah, both of those songs were pretty good. That's yeah. when he first started. And then he just kind of became poppy. He started dating that Halsey, Halsley chick. I hate the way she sings, dude. She's. T- how does she, she like she she when people like tweet, tweet the way that she sings they always put like all the accent marks above her i don't know how to describe how she sings like that no i don't know how to describe it's unique it's unique i'll give her that but it's just whack it doesn't sound good to me um so yeah that's that's uh the white on white crime we don't talk about that we don't talk about that <laughs> we don't talk about the white on white crime enough Asshole of the week now. Oh, let's go. So favorite uh, segment. I'll start with mine. Asshole this, this of the is, week. Uh, this is like a media and sports related thing. I just threw it an asshole of the week because I didn't have an asshole of the week, and, and that's what we do around here. I'm the better asshole of the weaker. We all yeah. know that. Oh. <sighs> this was probably well over a week ago, but but uh, infamous YouTuber Logan Paul who who filmed a. a dead body in the suicide forest in Japan and caught all that flack for that crap. Um, decided to do a boxing match against another YouTuber named KSI who's equally as cringy but less controversial. Uh, and they like... Okay, actually, I want to make a, a mention of this too because it was actually kind of impressive. So these guys had no boxing experience. KSI has only boxed one other YouTuber and it's like a this guy named Joe Weller and he beat him in, in a, uh, a TKO, I think. Um... But it's just like, it was actually pretty crazy. They sold 800,000 pay-per-view sales. God damn. Yeah. And they had a mil- like a million people watching illegally, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, dude, I was one of those people. <laughs> dude, it was on, so it was on, it was on, it was all over Twitch, right? And the Twitch, the people who run Twitch were like, we were doing everything we could to take out the streams. And there are all these screen screenshots of Twitch developers in the, 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 the th- literally sitting in the streams of the pirated fight and just, just watching, watching it. it. Yeah. <laughs> We were like, wait, what the fuck? Hey, we don't give a fuck. Come so on. It's a guys, YouTube boxing. So they match. hyped the shit out of this. They did like they even did they did the whole what is that called? Like press conferences. They did the weigh-in. They did the whole nine yards. The the marketing. They actually outsold like the biggest selling fight in uh in the UK this year. Like they, wow. they it was like I mean, legitimately how, how often do you just hear like pip pip talio, let's watch some boxing. But still, that's crazy you, People these guys are YouTubers. Yeah, true. They had two million watchers. That's still impressive. That, that's but these impressive. guys out out did how many people listen to our podcast though. Right, that's true. But that's different. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I guess you're not right. everyone's up to that same. Yeah, you're right. 
So Logan Paul, so Jake Paul, his younger brother, also fought KSI's younger brother um, and beat him. But Logan Paul and KSI, I paid ten dollars for this. Okay, I was actually kind of hyped. Paid for it? it? Yeah. Why don't you just get on Twitch? I didn't know it was on Twitch, dude. I was on Twitch. I don't even I get mind. on Twitch. I was actually excited I for this fight. I literally looked up KSI. What was it? Logan Paul. Uh-huh. KSI Logan Paul fight stream. Twitch was the first one that came up. But I was, was cool. I was cool. I was like actually into it. You know. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. And so I just got it so I could have it. Chris is a huge Logan Paul fan, no, so that's yeah, understandable. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. I love Logan Paul. <laughs> I love his, the way that he filmed a dead body and then yeah. laughed as he filmed and it. And you like his abs. Uh, yeah. They tied. Nobody won. And KSI, to, in my opinion, obviously won the fight. And the reason why they're my asshole of the week is because this is, they already had, it came, came out that they, so they're doing a rematch. You listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening. I'm listening. What are you doing then? I'm trying to record the studio for my Snapchat. <laughs> right now? <laughs> I just figured it was a good time. Okay. Well, I don't know why, but I'm listening. Okay. They tied, and it comes out that they already had planned a second fight anyway. So they were like, this is perfect that we tied, because there's going to be a second fight in February. And everyone was like, wait, what? So that's why they tied? That's think? what people think. That's got to be why. But I mean, they didn't. it wasn't like rigged. It was a legitimate fight, but it was just like the, it was like the best thing to happen for them. Um, but it was just so annoying. It was like they hyped this up for so long and then there wasn't a result. And it was just like so many people like asked for their money back and there's no way anybody watches the second fight. Cause it's just like, no, you, you gypped us. You gypped yeah. us. Yeah. I'm going to well, watch it anyway. Just get on Twitch. Yeah. I'll Don't pay on $10. $10 I'm not time. paying for this next one. I'll tell you Please, that. They, yeah. Cause they deserve for you to legally, illegally watch it. They and now that I know it. that Twitch is going to be on there too, watching it with me. I won't even feel bad. Yeah. Who, I mean, uh, that's, that that's stupid. But isn't that crazy though, that we live in a time where YouTubers can sell millions can have millions of viewers for a boxing match like this i don't understand this like weird future of digital media that we're going towards it's pretty whack all right so my asshole of the week is uh the recent uh pastor uh that grabbed ariana grande's titty at at aretha franklin's <laughs> dude this is such an obvious grab yeah too. like dude reached his arm all the way around her back and just had his fingers all over her titty it was the weirdest thing most to watch. people most of the time if you're if you don't know someone and they're you're especially if you're being televised, you put your arm on their shoulder, right? Like around you either their put back it on your on shoulder, shoulder or if it is a girl, like I'll admit if it's a girl and I'm like taking a picture with her or something yeah. and I kind of know her like arm around like the waist, waist. or like center, like belly area yeah. kind of yeah, like right. is necessary is like kind of necessary or normal. Yeah. If it's like a female, yeah, it's like less, if I'm taking like, a picture with a guy, I'm like going over the shoulder. I'm not right. just going to like grab his waist, but right. that's just kind of what you do. You just put your arm around but their waist, but it's nothing weird. This wasn't even for a picture. This was like introducing yeah, her for some he, kind of reward he, or something. Well, it was just, no, oh, it was, was it Aretha re- Franklin's funeral. Yeah, funeral. Yeah. And so afterwards he like spoke about it and he like put her arm around her like titty area. It was the weirdest thing. He had his whole fingers in her Naturally, when you put your hand around a girl, it doesn't even go that high. So I don't even know what he was even and he trying to do. he reached around a lot. Yeah, reached all the way around. Finger, you like can see fingers, where his like, fingers were his in. T- There's a picture of, like his fingers are, like on her like nipple and she's just looking at him like, yeah. the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, so uncomfortable, dude. Uh, and he, people get away from that because they think that no one's going to say anything. He wrapped his arm around her and said, when I saw Ariana Grande at the program, I thought that was a new something at Taco Bell. What? Wait, what? Because her last name's Grande? That's kind of fucked up in and of itself. And then you grabbed her titty. <laughs> you <laughs> said that? <laughs> yeah, you said that. Cancel this guy. This what guy's the canceled. Fuck? What the? And then he He's went the, on. Oh, wow. He said, it wouldn't ha- in his apology, said, it would have never been my intention to touch any woman's breast. I'm sorry that I was too friendly. Too friendly. 
All right, so John McCain passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, 81 years old. 81 years old. He A news story came out. He was like, he decided to stop the treatment for his brain cancer. Mm-hmm. And I was at your house, and I was like, did you hear John McCain decided to not do treatment any longer on his brain cancer? And we were like, damn, that's crazy. So then I took my dog out and came back in and was like, dude, he fucking died. Yeah, like it was really Yeah, quick. I was like, damn, it just happened like that. Yeah, it was super sad. He was a good guy, man. He was a good guy. I think so. He was I pretty so. bi. He was pretty bipartisan. He w- he did whatever was towards what, the good end of for his the country. Yeah, towards, towards the, end the end of his career, career for yeah. sure. And he did clip, what was better for clip, the country, of course. Of him, of him defending Obama. Um, oh yeah, the lady was like, <laughs> they were at a they were at a, like some a rally, rally, and then they he said was running for president. He's running for president. This lady was like, I just don't like Obama. I just think, I think he's an A rab. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, McCain was like, No. <laughs> Yeah. Like, no, this I mean, first off, this is the most ignorant thing anybody could say because what what even is it? What does that even mean? And then like, <laughs> like she, he's like, he's so what? So what? A, even if he was, that's the thing that kills me. Yeah, now. like who cares? Like, if he was born in America, he's a decent man. He like, who, and, and that's also, exactly what he said. He's like, I, Obama's a decent family man. If he leaves your country, yeah. you guys shouldn't be afraid. Um, he's like, we just have we just disagreements, have fundamental disagreements yeah. on certain issues. That's yeah. all he said. And I was and like, well, damn, that is now. not what normally what politicians do. No, Trump. Also, Trump be like, well, then go punch him. Well, what was funny is that, you know, Trump started the whole birther movement and he was saying that Obama was from Kenya, which yeah. nobody calls people from Kenya Arabs anyway. Yeah. So even if he was born in Kenya, he'd be African. Yeah. He wouldn't be Arab. Yeah. He's not. <laughs> what does I that even mean? Don't even. He's a goddamn Muslim. Yeah. That's McCain's story was uh, he was a prisoner of war and he mm-hmm. wanted to let him go. He refused to, let, he refused to leave until all the marriage. Yeah, so Bao just said when he was, this is a cool Being story, when he was a prisoner of war in Vietnam, um, they wanted they they said they wanted to let him go early. They said, we'll let you go now. And then they forced him to say, like, he killed many Vietnam soldiers or something. And then he mm-hmm. said that. Then they said, we're going to let you go. He said, no, I'm going to stay until all my brothers are released. So that, oh, I didn't that, that is pretty cool. That is really cool. Yeah, he was pretty tough. He was a tough-ass dude, man, when he, yeah. was in, when he was in the Vietnam War. So that's pretty cool, man. Dude, and he, he went on to be a politician. And he was really uh, influential. He had that really powerful uh, moment when the American Health Care Act was trying to be passed to repeal Obamacare. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And he was like one of the deciding votes to say, and he said no, and it was like out of nowhere. He walked out. He walked right up to the stage, out, put his hand up, and was like, no. no. Yep. And walked away. And it was, and was right like, at, it was really soon after he found out that he was going to die, and I think it was like changed his perspective on health care. And, yeah. and, and he probably thought like, wow, I can't imagine not being able to afford this. Yeah, and actually uh, when he, when he he before he passed away, he said he wanted... Uh, he said he wanted Obama to speak at his funeral and, and Bush. set and Bush, and he said he didn't. He didn't even want Trump anywhere near the funeral. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. I mean, I, I'll always res- I'll always respect somebody who is in a in a party, a political party, and it has enough backbone to like stand up to somebody mm-hmm. in their own party. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which is like something that not a lot of Republicans started yeah, to do. It's when, like sports. It's like sports. When, when Trump people. first came into the picture, a lot of Republicans were like, they were standing up against him. They were like, mm-hmm. no, we don't want to support him. He, you know, because, you know, I mean, honestly, he's just kind of not really a politician. Just kind of, yeah, that's a whole other story. But anyway, they kind of had a backbone with it. And then now all of a sudden, all of them were like, oh, once actually, he got the, I, I Once support. he got the uh, primary nomination. Yeah, everybody was like, was like oh, well, we support him. And I'm like, whoa, just a second ago, you're riffing his life. Well, dude, and, and it happens on the Democrat side, too. Like, I, you see very few people critique Obama's presidency or anything yeah. related to that stuff. And it's frustrating because 
history go down the line, we look back and we're like, wow, there are issues with this president and this president, like Clinton, you know, and all that stuff. And it's like, nobody would have denounced Clinton for what he was doing when he yeah. was doing it. And I hear a lot of people that are like, oh, I don't even like McCain because he was a damn Obama lover. Like, no, I just think he... He was a fundamental I think conservative. He was just like a fun... Yeah, I think he just was... He would... And, and it's funny because those same people were like, I wish politicians would, would pass up bipartisan and mm-hmm. like, it wasn't Republican, Democrat. And you're like, well, John McCain was doing that. And they're like, no, he loved Obama. <clears throat> like, right. no, he just... On some issues, he was bipartisan. He wanted to like do or what at was least, best for the country. Yeah, he wanted to figure out what was best, and I respect him for that. And that's okay. You, as a, I'm not telling you as a conservative, you have to agree with what he, the things that he deferred with, I guess, mainstream conservatism on. Yeah. But I respect him for being bold enough to kind of have a, a mixture of what he, uh, his own opinions. You knew that it was actually kind of what he thought. Yeah. Some people think that he was pandering for some reason, which I don't get what the what the benefit of that is because it's not like whatever you gain. Because most liberals still didn't like him. But I feel yeah. like he got more hate from conservatives than he did get like <clears throat> praise from liberals. So I don't get that argument. But yeah, I don't even know. What you could argue that more for um, our freaking for Kasich that he's 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 gearing himself for a future. Election. Kasich is kind of like that though. He's yeah. I mean, and I kind of respect Kasich with it too. He's got a kind of a backbone and he stands up to him and he's not going to like give in to Trump because people but he want also, him to support him. I just don't find Kasich as. <coughs> authentic because i feel like it's no, feel it you. comes across so like to me like it's so obviously he wants to be like a centrist he's obviously for this next election. against trump so he can run yeah it, well and just yeah like he's like he, he acts like he's more liberal than he is he's like oh well, with gun control and stuff you know in yeah. healthcare, he's like he'll like say something a little bit liberal and then just to try to get people to, to vote for him i'm yeah. just not falling for it he does some stuff that's kind of actionated though like when he he vetoed a bill for like abortion that was like a pretty tough abortion bill that made it to his desk in ohio, in ohio? Yeah. yeah and he had vetoed You're that right. which was which is pretty cool i mean i mean if you agree with that then that's pretty cool so yeah anyway um recipes don mccain yeah good guy sucks that he it was a good funeral away. did you watch any of it yeah i watched it i watched i watched bush and uh obama and stuff i watched them speak and all that and it was cool <laughs> i was watching it with my with my girlfriend and her family and uh, her mom was like, "Let's see how long Obama talks." And I was like, "Yeah, you're actually probably right. He probably is going to talk for a long time because you know Obama is yeah. Obama's just a good so, public speaker yeah, though. He's he a takes, great public yeah. speaker. You take you take people who are good at public speaking for granted until you like listen to Trump public speak and, he, yeah. and public. I mean, Trump is just bad at public speaking, right? So no one voted for him for that, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, you don't if you support him, you don't support him for his public speaking. Everybody kind of knows he's trash at that. Most people like him because he just <clears> says whatever, you know. Yeah, he just says what's on his mind, which is kind of what makes him bad because he'll be like, "It was great. It was really great. It was really fucking great." Like, it was better right, than right. anything else. Yeah, like, dude, there all right, we, things, we get it, man. Chill there out. were these things, and then there were the best things. <laughs> yeah, and I have those. And you're like, dude, you didn't say anything. For <laughs> yeah, what'd you even just say? Like, I don't even. <laughs> if you, if you, it's funny when you like read his speeches like actually in like text read what he said it's like a bunch of nonsense you, know, you john can't oliver even follow thing it is really funny yeah oh john oliver did it It was hilarious but anyway sometimes you, obama would pressure me though because he would take forever to say a sentence he'd be like i think that sometimes ice cream melts when you don't eat it fast enough and then he's like, i'm like what are you fucking trying like, to say bro and he's like uh, uh, uh and then i said this and you're like, God damn, dude. What are you <laughs> having an aneurysm? Every but time. everything he said, though, was like, he said stuff really well. Yeah. He worded things out really well. Brace yourselves. Snowflakes on yeah. both sides. Snowflakes from either side. Move on. Because Move along, children. Colin Kaepernick is the face of Nike's Nike. ad. Colin Kaepernick. Believe in something. Alive even if to it means just piss rural people off. <laughs> believe in something 
even if it means sacrificing everything, the text says over Kaepernick's face. Um, Kaepernick's stupid, ugly, <laughs> face kneeling, country disrespecting, unpatriotic, unpatriotic face. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I didn't, I saw this ad <clears throat> and I just thought the whole thing was funny. I thought the whole thing was funny. I saw the ad and I was like, this is funny. <laughs> like, I feel like Nike always has been pretty, uh, they usually are take kind of the social route with their messages and stuff. Uh, this was bold for them, but, uh, I just saw it and shook my head because I was like, man, I cannot wait for the reaction. Yeah. And boy, has it been great. Here's the thing. that Here's Nike's decision. When a business like Nike, they're smart enough to know when stuff is going to hurt their business and mm-hmm. when it's not going to mm-hmm. hurt their business. Mm-hmm. So these people burning their Nike stuff are cracking me the fuck up because mm-hmm. you already bought the shit. They already right. got your money. They're like, well, I'm not buying it anymore. I saw, oh my God. Oh, you're not going to buy, say, you're not going to buy two more pairs no, of Nikes your whole life? I saw someone say, well, <coughs> uh, what did they say? They're like, time to wear Converse is now. And someone was like, bitch, Nike owns Converse. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, time well, to go to Adidas. And it's like, dude. It's like, dude, Adidas and Puma, they're also doing stuff like this. Like, yeah. like Puma made Jay-Z their, their like ambassador, their leading ambassador. Like, yeah. President, like, yeah. All well, these companies are moving towards that. But here's the thing. Kaepernick, you can see, you, you have uh, the, 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 the social justice figures mm-hmm. like Rosa Parks, um, Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. You know, you have those guys. And back when they were big, Back when they were doing the things they did, people weren't looking at them like, wow, these guys are amazing. Oh, they were the most hated people. They were hated. Dude, Martin Luther King, nobody trusted him. People hate. I've talked to people who lived back in that day, and they're like, he just caused riots and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, and now, as time moves on, people are looking at him in a more positive aspect. You you think about Martin Luther King nowadays, nobody's saying anything bad about him. They know that he fought for the good. You know what I mean? So, And that's kind of happening at a faster rate with Colin Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick... He knew it for the anthem. Everybody was hating on him. That's all you heard about him. Now you hear about the millions he's been donating to the public. You hear about all the good he's doing. He he's he's no longer in the NFL and he's going through a case mm-hmm. like that. And the re I mean, <clears throat> everybody can everybody can tell me right now that Colin Kaepernick is a good quarterback. He was a good quarterback. He mm-hmm. took the, he took San Francisco to the to the NFC Championship. He was a good quarterback, and he probably he could went start, to a Super Bowl. Yeah, he went to a Super Bowl. He could start for a lot of teams right now. But maybe a few, maybe uh, I mean, not, he could be yeah. a backup for any team. Oh yeah. He could be a backup, especially for any with team. some of these sorry ass quarterbacks. Yeah, on some of these like, teams. My God, come on. So he could, he could be a star for a few, te- for a, a good amount of teams and be back up for the argument is that it's, it's what comes with him. You yeah. Know, you yeah. And that's why people don't want him on the team. And so he gave up his job for that. But anyway, that's why they're saying he sacrificed everything. So anyway, mm-hmm. I think his, the outlook on him right now is becoming more and more and more positive as time goes on. Maybe. So I think Nike just thought it was time. I don't know anyone that's changed their position on it though, to be honest. I think that it's been, I think it's the same crowd that was positive about it when it first came out. I think then. Yeah. But I think now, I think now the people who are positive about it now are voicing their opinions more than back when just, it was just like yeah, the people who are pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. You're you unpatri- yeah exactly. Right. So, uh, and it, I think it's, I think it's kind of funny because you could argue that the unpatriotic thing is to not pay attention to things that are bad in the country and not and mm-hmm. fight against free speech. So, mm-hmm. I mean, which one is more unpatriotic? You know I'm, what I mean? I'm with you on that yeah. for sure. And when it comes down to it, I think that there, Colin has done a couple things that I deem as questionable, I guess, but as you are going to, especially when you're under such a, such a public eye, but for the, yeah. for the most part, he stayed, he stays mostly silent. Other he than that silent. he kneeled, <clears throat> That one season, and that's all. 
Yeah. He hasn't really said much. All he did after that, he didn't say anything. He lost his job. He didn't say he didn't release public statements. He didn't get on Twitter rants. He didn't really say of, much of anything until he started doing the ten thousand dollar donations. He donated ten thousand dollars one um, charity at a time. So he pledged a million dollars. But he what he did, what was so cool about the million dollars that he donated, which is a lot when you're unemployed, by the way, oh, no yeah, matter how much money you have. No. Um and uh he donated ten thousand dollars at a time, which there's a hundred different times to different organizations. And he went there like himself a hundred days straight, pretty much, I think, and went to a different nonprofit organization and met with the people there and like cared for what was going on there and donated money and put, and also donated his time instead of just like writing a blank check. You know, he just, yeah. he just, he was there. And I That's thought that awesome. was, I thought that was really, really cool. I didn't really know what to think about him and his motives and his motivations and stuff at first. Um, and he's a pretty, he's a pretty, he's done, He's a philanthropist, man. He gives out a lot. I think of, so, yeah. He gives out a lot of money and, and stuff. Most people say that he's just doing this for attention or something, but it's like the people who care about <clears> this <throat> issue don't mind using him as the forefront of it. Um, and people question Martin Luther King's motives. People, I mean, I, yeah. I don't really know if putting him on that same level is. I think that's that might be a little bit of a overreaction. A little, but it's little funny when the people say he's doing it for attention. How much attention is he really getting for it? Not that much. I mean, like, it's yeah, not, not enough to make it's not like a huge news story when he donated that money and put time. I didn't yeah. even hear about that. That yeah. ten thousand oh, dollars. So yeah. How much attention is he really getting from it? You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, like, I only saw that because people were like retweeting it. Like, this yeah. is what you people don't want you to know about Colin. And, yeah, and here's the thing: even if he did it for attention. So the guy got attention for it and there is some good coming out of it, in my opinion, like good dialogue. And who I think cares if you got good attention questions around patriotism. And it's like, I don't really get why that discredits the entire thing. Even if it, even if it was about that, it's like attention for what to, to be unemployed for, I guess maybe just for the sake of attention. Who cares? I don't really care what his motives yeah. are. I care about the movement. A lot of people say a lot of people too, with a big argument is like, you can <clears throat> protest something. You can fight for something you can believe in. Just mm-hmm. don't do it. Can you do that when you're clocked in at your job? So why was he doing it when he was clocked in at his job? That's the most common yeah. thing. I so hear that's their common sure. argument. So I, I can see that side of the argument. I definitely can. I can see your reasoning for that. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, if you really believe in something that mm-hmm. is uh, like the injustice in the criminal justice system right mm-hmm. now, if you really believe that, then then screw it. Do it during your job. If I, That's me. If I personally believe in that, if I'm an NFL player, if I have that much public if you're view, a figure, if, you're if I'm a figure, figure sure. and I have that many people looking at me, I'm going to do it. So that way people are watching well, me when I do the it. Thing. Here's the thing. People say that. But if your work decides that it's okay, then that whole thing is ripped apart. And the NBA yeah. says that it's okay. Stern has come, or what's, isn't that Silver, the, Adam Silver. Uh, Silver, Stern's the old one. Silver has come out and said that he supports his players and encourages them to do, to participate in whatever way they feel necessary. Really? He said that? Want. He has said that it that's, is not against the rules That's crazy the because in the NBA, nobody really, nobody kneeled. Nobody so. does that, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's funny when Kaepernick did it, did it he didn't really... Like there's a lot of NBA players in the NBA and NFL. Sorry, there's a lot of NFL players in the NFL right now who are voicing their opinion on it and why they do mm-hmm. it. Like Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of players on the Philadelphia Eagles for mm-hmm. sure um, that do it. And I mean, they do a lot of good too. You have players on the Philadelphia Eagles who are donating their. I mean, there's one guy I don't know his name, but he was donating his whole salary to charity. Chris Long. So yeah, that's. I mean, there's a lot of players doing cool things who are also kneeling for the anthem and supporting their brothers who are doing and here's it. You the know thing, what I mean? If you're, I get okay, sure. Maybe one of the comments that you can have is that you don't like the way they're doing it or the timing of what they're doing or whatever. 
I guess that's, you can have that criticism, but that for that to be the hill that you die on is ridiculous. It's like, why is that the only thing that you can say about it? Cool. We get past that. You got to, you well, they offended. also say they're disrespecting the troops, but oh, yeah, we'll, but I'm saying, sir, you too. got offended by that, sir. You got offended by that. You got offended by it. I guess I understand even, even if intent doesn't matter. Um, even if, even if them even voicing if, their opinion on the troops saying they respect the troops fully, this is not right. what this is about. And a, and a green beret is People, the one who told him to kneel instead of sitting on the a bench. green beret is the yeah. one that told him to kneel. And that guy's actually a really cool guy. Actually, Which he, I guess he's not the voice of all of the, all the troops. All the but, troops but I mean, still. Kaepernick was sitting for the anthem before and the green beret said, it's going to be more respectful. You're going to get your message across if mm-hmm. you just kneel. And he said, that the, way reason, you can and he said the, the reason troops. why you kneel is because the troops kneel out of a sign of respect. Yeah. And so it's a respectful protest. And the thing that blew it up, if you ever, if everyone, if nobody would have said anything about it, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But then the people, everybody complaining about it, this is the thing that bothers me, is I see if you don't like the way that they did it, that's fine. But once you get over that, at what point do you start actually talking about what they're talking about? I don't see those people saying, okay, getting past it. That, that's their way of not talking about the what's actually, yeah. what the point is. So I just, I hate when there's a point to something and everyone's avoiding that point. And the way that they do that is by p- poking at one thing. And you can keep saying that all you want, but that doesn't matter anymore. They already did it. They're going to continue to do it. Who cares? They're going to do it and it's going to continue to offend you. But I would be more offended if I lived in a country that I felt like was not made or meant for me in the same way that it was meant for another person. And I find, oh, yeah. that's, I find it more offensive that people are ignoring the point and that's okay. You can say that it was offensive, but then follow that up with an and, or don't even follow that up. You make that, that's a side note. Talk about it with people. Like it, that's the thing. What Rosa Parks did was offensive. She wasn't supposed to do what she did. It was against societal norms. It was disrespectful in terms of like the societal yeah, order exactly. of things in the eyes of the people who ran society. Right. Yeah, exactly. But so what? Yeah. Like she fought for obvi- what was good. And now people look back at that and be like, well, she was a well, social warrior. What about her motives? She was an actor. Did you know that? Did you know that she? It wasn't actually unplanned. It was planned. She was picked by the NAACP to like, do it. It's true, up. but who gives a fuck? Nobody talks about that because it doesn't matter. Because all we talk about is the issue, and like people just want to use that as a scapegoat to avoid talking about the problem. It's just yeah. ridiculous. That's how it is. That's just crazy. Well, <sighs> and then Kaepernick had to wear the socks with the pigs on it. Oh, I know. I saw that. That was, was the like, one thing. Well, I was like, damn. dude, I wish you wouldn't have done that. Yeah, not, I was because, like, damn. not because I, I mean, feel like he was probably like kind of joking. And I, if you like, I totally understand if you would distrust the institution of police, but it's just, <laughs> the more you give to the fire, the harder it's going to be for people to listen. That to was him. something questionable he did. And I was like, well, yeah. you, it, because you're just, yeah, you're fueling the fire of people who are just going to hate on you yeah. for it. And so. if you have said that the way that they did it, do it uh, offends you and you haven't talked about the point of why they're doing it, then I don't want to hear your opinion. Yeah. I don't want to hear your opinion. If there's so many people who I know if they think that it's unpatriotic or not, or if they were offended personally or not, but, and I don't know anything of what they think about actual racial or social injustice in this country, or if they even look into it because they don't want to talk about that because we know what their opinion is. Yeah. They, they don't they, think it happens. Yeah. Cause it doesn't happen. It exists cause they don't yeah. see it. Well, welcome to America, America. All right. So what are we going to move on to now? I think that's it. Right. Thank you to uh, Nike for sponsoring this one. <laughs> Nike, thank you for your sponsor of Chelsea's Brewery in Athens, Ohio, Mystic Mama Brew. Colin, since we defended you, we are also taking $10,000 donations. Um, yeah, if you want to donate, we would be We thank fine the with that. country of Arab <laughs> for supporting. And all those Arabs that came out of it, like Barack Obama. <laughs> 
thank you to um, Boss's uh, last album, not the one that just came out. Boss's Boss's second from newest album, um, and Pampers. Pampers is always supported.